Hey, SCF Student Ministries, Devin here bringing you the last week of our I Have Questions series. Uh, We've been talking about big questions and have one more this week to tackle. Um, So if you were alive in the early 2000s, which you probably were not old enough to remember this, uh, you guys, but um, there was a certain cell phone commercial that played constantly with the tagline, Can You Hear Me Now?, uh, you've probably still heard of it because I still vividly remember hearing this. Anytime you watch TV, you would hear it a hundred times. Um, but but anyway, getting to, to the, the idea of being unheard, right? Can you hear me now? Being unheard is super frustrating. It's not easy to get a message across when we've got obstacles and poor connections holding us back. Um, so I want you guys to think about this to yourself. I'm going to ask some questions. Um, does this apply to you? Have you ever struggled to be heard in a noisy room? Have you ever had to repeat yourself because someone wasn't paying attention? Have you ever had something important to say but felt like no one cared? And lastly, have you ever poured your heart out to someone and then realized that they hadn't been listening at all? So when you feel like you're not being listened to, it can be annoying or frustrating. I mean, at times it's painful. And this is true when we're communing with other people, but it's true when we're communicating with God as well. Uh, For the last few weeks, we've been talking about some of the big questions we sometimes ask God. Um, So far, we've asked things like when we see injustice in the world, when God feels far away, and when it's hard to believe God is good. And now we've got one last question that we're going to cover. Uh, There's lots of reasons why you might ask this question, but it tends to get asked most often when our lives feel difficult or painful. And the question is, God, can you hear me? When you're trying to communicate with God, you can't hear with your ears or see with your eyes. It's understandable that you might struggle to connect, uh, fear you're not being heard, or feel like God doesn't care. So especially when life is painful and you desperately need to know God hears you, it makes sense to wonder when life hurts, is God listening to me? Um, I can remember um, a time that I was struggling like early in college and uh, my uncle had uh, cancer at the time and just praying for healing and uh, it just felt like God wasn't hearing and I knew there was other people praying the same thing and it just felt like, yeah, like that God wasn't there. God wasn't, God maybe couldn't hear me, whatever, whatever it is. Um, so does God hear our prayers and how do we know for sure? Are there prayers God pays more attention to than others? Is there a way to make sure God hears what we pray? And what do we do when we feel like our prayers aren't being an- heard or answered? So we talk a lot about prayer in church, but if the idea of prayer is new or confusing to you, just think about it this way. Every prayer is a conversation with God, and every conversation with God is a prayer. So you can pray using passages of scripture or by repeating simple prayers that were taught to you. Sorry, guys, I'm yawning like crazy. It is late right now. Um, You can pray by making up your own words as you go. You can pray silently or out loud. You can pray with your eyes open or closed. Your prayers can thank God. Your prayers can praise God. Your prayers can apologize to God. And your prayers can ask God for help. Um, And if we're being honest, this is probably the most common kind of prayer we pray because we often forget to talk to God uh, until we need something from Him, right? Uh, If you want to know how to pray 
and how many ways to pray there are. Uh, looking uh, through the book of Psalms is a great place to start. This whole book is a collection of prayers uh, from many different authors over many years. Some psalms celebrate good times in people's lives. Other times they deal with the heaviness of a difficult situation and wonder where God is in the midst of it. Some psalms are only a few sentences long, while others take up several pages. Uh, There's a lot of diversity in the book of Psalms, which should tell us something about what it means to pray. But there's something every psalm has in common, and that's that the authors of these psalms were always honest in their prayers to God. In Psalm 91, we find a writer trying to balance his trust in God with his difficult experiences. And as we read these words, here's a question I want you to wonder about. What what do you think the psalmist might have been going through? when he wrote this. Uh, So we're going to read Psalm 91. So when you get to that in your Bible. All right, so this is a bit of a passage, but we're going to get through the whole thing. Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will save the Lord. He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely he will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. You will not fear the terror of night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. If you say, The Lord is my refuge, and you make the most high your dwelling, no harm will overtake you. No disaster will come near your tent. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will lift you up in their hands, so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and the cobra. You will trample the great lion and the serpent. Because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him, for he acknowledges my name. He will call on me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. All right, so that's that whole chapter. Uh, We don't know what the psalmist was experiencing when he wrote this, but if you had to guess, what do you think he might have been going through? Um... There's all sorts of difficulties that get listed here. Enemies, diseases, fear, attacks, armies, death. Uh, We don't know exactly what the author was experiencing when he wrote this, but it sounds like something pretty difficult. Uh, But even though he's hurting, he manages to write a prayer declaring that even in difficult times, God always protects, gives us rest, is safe, can be trusted, will rescue us, cares for us, is powerful, is with us, and maybe most importantly, is listening to us. Um, A long time after this, after the psalm was written, a man named John uh, wrote these words. And so we're going to be in 1 John. 1 John chapter 5, verse 14. Here it says, This is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. So John says that we can have confidence that God hears us. John's confidence clearly came from a place of deep trust in God because of his relationship with Jesus. Trust is built within a relationship, and John had a close, trusted relationship with him. And you and I may be able to walk literally side by side with Jesus like John did, but we can still develop a deeper, trusted relationship with him. 
The more time we spend getting close to Jesus, the more our trust in him will grow. And the more our trust in Jesus grows, the more confident we will become that he hears us when we pray. When life is difficult, it's understandable to wonder if God really cares or is really listening. Because pain tends to make us feel more isolated than we really are. If we're not careful, our hurt can make us doubt or forget the things we know are true. So if you've ever wondered when life hurts, is God listening? The answer is absolutely yes. Even when our prayers are full of anger and hurt and doubt or accusations, God's still there patiently, lovingly listening. So I wonder if one of the reasons we sometimes struggle to believe God is listening is that we treat conversations with God uh, more like a megaphone than a set of headphones. So megaphones are used for shouting, usually at a big group of people. Occasionally I've used this at youth group when I can't get everyone's attention, right? Uh, You might use one to give instructions, make an announcement, tell a bunch of kids during an Among Us night and try to get them back to the front of the church, right? (laughs) When you speak into a microphone, you're not inviting a conversation. You're telling someone what to do. Sometimes we pray like this. We make generic calls into the wind, tell God what to do, and keep it short. When we pray these kinds of prayers, we're not bringing our authentic selves to God. It's hard to be vulnerable and honest about your feelings and fears when you're yelling like right into the void. But what if we thought about prayer more like headphones? You use headphones when you want to focus on what you're hearing. When you're listening to your headphones, you might shut out the rest of the world, uh, really totally absorbed in what you're hearing. With headphones, the voices or music you're listening to sound close and personal. Uh, So let's be willing and ready to pray prayers that are being sent through headphones. Imagine God being as close to you as the voices in 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 your head when you have headphones on. Then imagine God hearing your voice in the same way. When you know that's how you and God are communicating, it's easier to pray prayers that are specific, intimate, and honest. Especially when you're hurting or life is difficult, we have to remember that God is close and listening when we cry out. Um, In Jerusalem, there's a wall people visit from all all over the world. It's called the Western Wall, but it's also referred to as the Wailing Wall. At this wall, people pour out their hearts in prayer to God, and they do this here because this wall was once a part of the temple where God's presence existed on earth before Jesus came. Some who visit the wall write prayers and tuck them into the notches of the wall, and if you ever visit, you can find years and years worth of tiny scraps of paper lodged into every little nook and cranny of the wall. Uh, So I kind of want you to, um, in your own place, we're going to do this differently in youth group, but we're going to practice this, right? We're going to leave our prayers to God in our own wailing wall. Uh, This isn't for show. No one will read these um, except for you. So this is for you to pour out your heart to God in prayer. You may want to pray about about a question you don't know how to answer, something difficult happening in your life, a hurt, frustration, or sadness you have, something you care deeply about. Whatever you decide to pray about is up to you. The point is simply that when you pray that you're honest and that you trust God is listening. In our pain and uncertainty, God loves and hears us. When we're hurting or struggling, sometimes it's difficult to believe this truth. We can't see past our hurt long enough to trust God is lovingly listening. Other times we brush off our difficulty, questions, and hurt because we want our pain to end. But when we're too quick to find a happy ending to our hurt, we don't give ourselves enough space to be honest about what we're feeling. Like we see in Psalms, the key to praying during our toughest moments is learning to hold our hurt and our hope at the same time. 
And we've asked a lot of questions the last few weeks. And hopefully you feel like you've found some answers to at least a few of the questions that you may have had. But it's okay if there are still questions you're wondering about. In fact, I hope you're constantly coming up with more questions, right? You should be. It's a constant growing and learning. God has never been afraid of your questions. Instead, God is inviting you to keep asking them because truth can always stand up to our questions. So, where is God when people are hurting? Why does God sometimes feel far away? Is God good even when bad things happen? And is God really listening to your prayers? Keep wondering, keep asking, keep seeking. While you do, know that God is always near. God will always hear you, and God will never, ever leave you. So thanks, guys, for going through these last few weeks, asking all these questions. Um, it's been exciting to have discussions and see the growth and see uh, questions get answered and new questions come up. Um, we'll be starting a new series next time, and can't wait to see you then.